Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Dear Christian friends, our text is Paul's words to the church at Ephesus, our epistle lesson. Maybe some of you remember that several years ago, Howie Mandel, he hosted a game show on television called Deal or No Deal. Remember that? The premise of the game was that the contestant would choose a uh, a briefcase from 26 others that had up to $1 million inside. And through the course of the game, the contestant would be offered cash to stop playing with the catchphrase, deal or no deal. Well, our lives, even today, are filled with situations that require us to make a choice. We need to choose between one thing or another. Sometimes this can be very scary, but that doesn't mean that we simply live life haphazardly, but it does mean that we need to commend our long-term plans as well as our day-to-day -day decisions into God's hands, making our plans and goals and choices in the light of his revealed word. So what does that really mean? And how do we accomplish that? Well, let's contemplate this as we reflect back, not on last year, which probably most of us would rather forget, but to what happened before all years began. God's choice from eternity changes our choices for the months ahead. And that's the theme to keep in mind this morning. First, God chose you through Christ. Yes, he has, you know, because of Christ, he has lavished every spiritual blessing of the heavenly realms upon you. Did you hear Paul say that this morning? Well, if you're like me, sometimes you say, you get up and say, I don't always feel all that blessed. But how often doesn't that thought disturb us? We reflect on this past year, and no doubt we can recall several times of struggle and sadness and suffering. I know that you count your blessings as well, but I would dare you to claim that you have every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. But that's what God's word reveals here. He says, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world. Yes, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, before time, God chose you through Christ. So now in time, he blesses you with every spiritual blessing of the heavenly realms, which Christ has purchased and won for you. Wow, how this changes our perspective. Do our feelings of not being so blessed come because we tend to focus on the earthly, 
compared to so many whom we see in our community or on television, we do lack many of the things of this life that others enjoy. But even the greatest things of this earth, Paul says, are pennies compared to the treasures that Christ has won for you. And I'm not only talking about the material things of this earth. Even the immaterial earthly blessings, such as success, family, friendship, and health, those too are only pennies compared to Christ. So who is truly blessed? Are you now ready to say that you have every spiritual blessing of the heavenly realms? Or does the thought come to you that maybe if I have a stronger faith or more hope or a greater love, that would be better spiritual blessings? But you see, that question shows that we're now not thinking about the spiritual. But in our weakness of faith and hope and love, is that due to the lack of God's blessings? I don't think so. Rather, it's to our shame that despite having every spiritual blessing, yet we still show weakness of faith, dimness in hope, and shallowness in love. So what are these spiritual blessings that Paul's talking about? The spiritual blessings of the heavenly realms that God has given to you through Christ. Well, verse 7 of our text says, In Christ we have redemption through his blood and forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. There it is. Redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins. What a wonder. Despite our weakness of faith and wavering in hope, forgiveness is yours in Christ. Not just partial forgiveness, but full forgiveness. Nothing is lacking. And note that word every in every spiritual blessing. For Jesus paid the redemption price in full for each one of us. Even though our faith is as small as a mustard seed, yet all the spiritual blessings of the heavenly realms are ours. Because Jesus has paid for all of your sins with his blood. Because of this, forgiveness you and I now stand before God, holy and blameless, for your guilt is taken away through Christ. Because of Christ, you have been adopted as God's sons. Outside of Christ, you and I would be lost forever. Outside of Christ, we cowered before God in the filth and nakedness of our sins. Outside of Christ, we were slaves to sin, enemies of God, the farthest things from being his children. 
But you see, now in Christ, all the spiritual blessings of the heavenly realms are yours. So only in Christ, through Christ, and because of Christ, did God choose you and me before the creation of the world. I'm going to let that sink in a little bit. That means God knew you even before he created this beautiful creation. He chose you to receive every spiritual blessing of the heavenly realms, namely forgiveness and all these blessings that forgiveness brings. So how does this change our choices for tomorrow? See that all of your spiritual blessings are centered in Christ. So we do not want our plans and goals and choices and decisions centered in Christ. As, don't, don't we want it centered in Christ as well? How many times do our choices in life bring us closer to Christ? Or how many times, I should ask, do they drive us farther away from him? When those choices that place Christ first seem like sacrifices, remember that every spiritual blessing of the heavenly realms is yours in Christ. So even if that choice costs you everything in this life, have you really lost anything when you're in Christ but maybe now we wonder, why would God choose me to be in Christ? What makes me different? What makes me so special? This takes us to the second point. But that line of questioning already tends to lead us outside of Christ and into ourselves, doesn't it? For you see, nothing in you or me made us any different. There was nothing special about us. We were born sinners, enemies of God, unable to choose him. Point to the person next to you and say, he's talking about you. Come on. Yeah. Our natural choice was for sin and Satan. We're not talking about our choice, but God's choice. He did not base his choice on anything in us or about us. Paul would go on, in love he, be, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Christ Jesus in accordance with his pleasure and will. Carefully note, what moved God to choose you? Not anything about you, but it was his love, his pleasure and his will. Unlike our natural love that needs something to attract us, God's love reached out to the loveless and the unlovable to you and me. His love loved us because that's what he was pleased to do. It was his good will to save sinners to save you and me. Remember back at Christmas time? What did the angels say to the shepherds? 
peace on earth, goodwill toward men. God's goodwill sent his son, for he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And this same love and pleasure and will has chosen you, despite who you are. God chose us according to his goodwill. That's the second point. And what a firm foundation this Bible truth gives to our faith. If even a small, insignificant part of God's choice was based on something in us, we could never be sure of our salvation. Yet faith is being sure of what we hope for. So God's choice is not based on us, but it's based on his good will. He cannot fail, so faith has a firm, uncrackable foundation. And what a firm foundation this Bible truth gives to the choices that we make in the years ahead. Now, you and I can make Christ-centered choices with the full confidence that God's will, goodwill cannot fail. This is not confidence based on our skills or goal-setting abilities. That kind of confidence is arrogance. This confidence is built on God's goodwill. This confidence goes forward, knowing that even if the plans or the goals fail, God's goodwill prevails. And that's all that matters. For his goodwill has chosen us in Christ to be blameless and holy before him, to be adopted as his sons and daughters, to receive all the spiritual blessings of the heavenly realms. And with this confidence that God's good will cannot fail, we want to make choices that bring him the glory. That's the final note here that I want to make. God's chosen us not to just exist. God's chosen us for his glory. That's the goal that underlies all of our choices as a Christian. What will bring glory and praise to my God and Savior? Did you notice that our text begins and ends with this note of praise? It began, praise be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it ends with, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. Throughout the good and the bad of the months ahead, keep reminding yourself, how can my words and actions bring praise to my God so that others glorify his saving grace in Christ? As you care for your family, as you do your daily work, as you interact with your community, let the way that you conduct yourself lead others to want to know more about the God whom you serve so that they too can praise your Father in heaven. Be prepared. Be prepared. 
to give the reason for the hope that you have. It's all centered in Christ, isn't it? It's all built on God's goodwill, not on us. God's choice changes our choices. Make that true in the year ahead, whether it's a year filled with good things for you or a year where your best laid plans go awry. God chose you in Christ according to his goodwill. Every spiritual blessing of the heavenly realms is yours in Christ. For he has paid the redemption price of his blood for your forgiveness. In Christ you stand before God now, holy and blameless. And in Christ you are adopted as God's own. And so the big question is, so what? I'll tell you so what. So make your choices in Christ for the praise of His glorious grace. Amen.